Hello. Oh, good. Hello. Welcome. Okay, so this is actually our intro, too. I'm just going to record this fully one stop, one full thing. All right. What is going on, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, everybody in the known universe and outside of it? My name's Luna, and welcome to my podcast. I'm here today with my friend, Emmy. Hi. Hello. So we recorded last episode. Um, which uh, should have came out last Sunday, if this is going to come out the following Sunday. Assuming uh, that, yes. Yes, I, I'm. I'm. I'm trying to get on a better schedule of like posting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that- since I posted my uh, "I'm Back" uh, podcast episode last Sunday, I'm. I'm going to have to start posting on Sundays. Mm-hmm. So, uh, one thing that we were going to talk about last episode, but we never got to, uh-huh. was uh, D&D. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Uh, see, see, have you played D&D before, Emmy? No, I have not. And oh, that's no. all right. I've rarely hosted one before. <laughs> but uh, more recently, Emmy and I, in this like month of July, have started on a D&D campaign. Uh, where I'm hosting it, and um, a- Emmy's one of the four. I think it's four. Yeah, it's four. Mm-hmm. Four other people who play it. Mm-hmm. I love your character reference. It's this is a lot, a lot, a, a lot of fun because uh, I've had a whole bunch of friends and family who uh, who have all played before, and so when I told my parents that I was starting to play, they were like, yes! Yes! Which I feel is an <laughs> uncommon response. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. My dad handed over his old D&D books to me. He's like, it's time that you hold the reins. <laughs> it's time for you to learn your history. <laughs> so now, um, I'm actually going to put, by the time that this episode comes out, um, the character references for yours and the other two characters that have character references, mm-hmm. um, their pictures will be up on my Patreon for everyone to see. Oh, cool. Just so they can kind of get a look at lo- what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm putting all the reference pictures that I can find from our chat, which is the uh, New Rebellion insignia. Uh-huh. Uh, is something that was made at midnight by one of the people who are in the D&D campaign. Uh-huh. Um, then there's Little Fork Boy named D. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Samael, which is a magical being. Yep. Uh, there's Skylar. Yes. Mm-hmm. Skylar, which is a thief. Favorite weapon is knife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then your character. Do you want to talk about your character? Uh, sure. So my character's name is Mara, uh, which is one of two names I use and re-reuse whenever I'm, uh, I need to make a character for something. Um, and I just kind of, I, I have synesthesia, so I just kind of looked at the name Mara and tried to create something off of that and so uh, I came to the conclusion that she had to be a half a half elf um, and then I was like you know what 
uh, I'm a big music nerd, so I'm going to make Mara a bard. Um, And then I was like, you know what? This Mara is kind of like fairly neutral in most situations, but uh, they... Uh, in, in, you know, s- situations of duress, they're like, you know what? I, I should probably, you know, do things <laughs> for the greater good. Yeah. Wait, you said synesthesia? Wait, what? Yeah. Synesthesia. I've always heard it as synesthesia. Uh, I had always heard it as synesthesia, but I mean, because who I knows who's right? Who really knows? Well, because like like a lot of mental things, um, of course, synesthesia has uh, multiple uh, different sides of the spectrum to it. Mm-hmm. So while you have like something along those lines, um, that's not as prevalent to me. It's prevalent to a point, but the most prevalent part of synesthesia to me is uh, mirror touch synesthesia. Oh. That's a rough one. I'm sorry. Yes, it is a very rough one. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, mirror touch synesthesia is most commonly mistaken as ghost leg syndrome because you can feel other people's pain. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so cool and very fun. Oh, yes. Uh, but that's my probably most prevalent one. But like I experience other parts of like the synesthesia area. Mm-hmm. Um, I found out that I know I I know that my mom has uh, a type of synesthesia too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. For me, most uh, just about every sense connects to both color and uh, pitch, like musically. So yeah, uh, you know, textures ha- and objects and words all have you know their own very specific color and. Uh, like tone. Yes. Like their own yes. specific sound. Which is kind of ironic. Well, not ironic, but coincidental. Because in Minecraft, if you put something, if you put a note block on top of something, it makes a different sound. Uh huh. Yeah. Kind of appealing towards people like us. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, like I assort certain names with certain tastes. Mm-hmm. Or certain places with certain tastes. Yeah. Same with smells. Mm-hmm. And like I could smell it as soon as I think about it. Yeah. Uh, apparently, and I don't know this for sure, uh, mainly because I don't have a fully functioning sense of smell. Uh, but apparently the... Um, oh, what's it called? The part of your brain that connects your nose and mouth. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, is the very very heavily linked to memory to long term memory? Really? So that's why a lot of people will get like they'll just walk into a place and you're just like, why is the why does this place remind me of this one day in second grade? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the reason. Apparently, I don't know this for sure. Huh. Well, see, like, I feel like the best way I've explained synesthesia ever is Mm -hmm. um, it's like, you know how people are blind or deaf or can't smell? Mm -hmm. 
imagine the reverse of that. If somebody had heightened um, certain senses. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's probably yeah. my best way of putting it. I don't know. Do you have a better way to put it? I mean, um, I'd always put it as like, um, everything is connected, sort of. So it's, um, it's like, you know, when I'm walking, when a normal person without synesthesia is kind of walking along on the street and they're looking at stuff, you know, they just kind of see the stuff. Maybe they process the color. Maybe they have, maybe they smell stuff or, you know, whatever. But for people with synesthesia, they, like, at least for me, um, colors and textures and sound um, are all very, very closely related to me. So... Yes. Uh, maybe I'll uh, I'll smell something like someone's grilling out. I'm like, oh, that smell is very orange, you know. Yes. And then my friend looks at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> well, like um, in our D and D campaign, how I said that uh, the there's the main part of the D and D campaign is steampunk magic, mm-hmm. and for some reason, all of the steampunk magic is orange, even mm-hmm. though steam isn't orange i associate steam with the color orange for some reason that's really interesting and i don't know why don't know how but i mean the way that yeah, works there aren't a whole lot of reasons why uh synesthesia happens i mean some people have it like connected to memories like oh you know when i was really young these two things happened simultaneously so i always associate them together you know Um, but, uh, for me, the the two that are simultaneously the most cool and the most annoying are, um, the sound to, uh, color synesthesia, where I hear stuff and I see colors. Yes. And the, uh, sight to sound synesthesia, where I see stuff and I hear things. Those two are both really cool and also really annoying at times. I agree. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> because, like, you, you know, yeah. on the one hand, like, you hear a song and you see all these beautiful colors and sometimes I'm able to, like, jot them down and everyone's like, wow, that's so pretty. And mm-hmm. then other times you're, like, walking past the band room and you have to like stop for a second because your normal vision has gone totally blind because you can only see all of the colors that uh you're getting from there uh-huh see i've never met somebody around my age that has synesthesia mm. but yeah. then again it is fairly rare yeah uh i only know of one other person it's a, a close friend of mine lily uh she has a really 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 severe uh sound to color association uh-huh. uh so uh she can't really ever be in loud spaces because if it's loud enough then she will go essentially blind because yeah. her brain is just processing all of them as colors and she just sees that instead of what she's you know supposed to be seeing yeah I feel like as time goes on, the synesthesia for me has become more prominent. Mm-hmm. 
like uh, for a while it was like a more smaller thing and then as time went on it was like more and more and more mm-hmm. like the first time I really experienced it from what I can remember was in kindergarten they put about uh, why we should get uh, flu shots and showed uh-huh. a video of somebody getting a flu shot and my whole entire body stopped Ooh, yeah and then, like, the, ne- the few days later, my mom set my brother in front of me and blindfolded me Ooh. and poked him at certain places uh-huh. to see if I'd be able to feel it. And I was able to point out directly exactly where it was. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. The, the mind works in mysterious ways. Yeah. It's, it's nuts. For me, uh, I've always had the, um, the, the two I was talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. Like my mom told me when I was like three years old, one of my favorite songs was House of Cards by Radiohead. Oh. Uh, but I didn't know it by name because I, w- I couldn't really speak in full, full sentences yet. Uh-huh. I-, I could kind of say words, but it wasn't, you know, perfect. And so mm-hmm. instead of saying, you know, like, oh, you know, uh, mom, can you play House of Cards? I'm like, mom, play the green song, play the green song. Ah. Uh, and so apparently, uh, when I was really young, the way it manifested was one thing would have one specific color, but now as I've gotten older, uh, it has a slew of different colors and the color spectrum, how most people know it doesn't describe it very well. Uh, it's like, if I wanted, I'm like, oh, I want this. It's kind of a yellow, but it's a more... Uh, purple yellow and everyone around me is like that doesn't that's not that's not how color works <laughs> but i understand what you mean and yeah. that's the thing uh-huh man i never knew that and that's really cool like i like learning things about my friends that i didn't know before because uh-huh. like it just makes it more interesting uh-huh and uh, another really really interesting thing is um the being able to see colors and control the colors I see by music helps me focus oh. a, a lot because like I'll, I'll create a playlist of songs where the colors are uh, like, I've listened to them a lot. So I know exactly what the colors are. Yeah. Um, and they're generally colors that are either in my peripheral or they're more translucent. So I can, uh, f- you know, specifically, uh, make sure that when I'm working, I'm not getting random uh, vision uh, impairment. I'm getting a very specific, like, not only, yeah. is it, you know, calming music and it's helping me, you know, be calm and relax and work, but it's also, you know, very controlled. So I know that I can, you know, continue to see properly. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Do you want to explain the D&D campaign to them? Uh, you'd probably do a, a lot better justice than I would. How about I explain the basis and you explain what's happened? Okay. So the basis of the D&D campaign was everybody there was summoned to come to the bar at a at the lower lowest level of the D, of like the world. They were and put in charge of the new rebellion and they were assigned basically to try to save the world 
they were told where to go find a um, a certain airship to get them to certain places, and then they were kind of off on their own. Yeah. All right. So what happened since then? Because that's a, oh, that's a. So um, I don't remember a lot of very specific details about what's happened, but um, we we found that ship, and we've been you know, uh, sailing around, I guess. Um, and we found this uh, island town, uh, but the mayor was. Uh, a necromancer and most of the people there are actually ghosts and they didn't know it yep uh and then we found this map to this kind of cool like steampunk industrial revolution london like victorian island uh and everything is run on steam magic yeah and that's and that's where we are now Yep, basically. Um, so, moving on to our next uh, topic of subject. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we told them last time that we were going to talk about how you've known me for a long time. I have, in fact, known you for a long time. <laughs> Very long. Mm-hmm. You're probably the, the oldest friend that I keep in touch with. Wow, I feel honored. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Um so gosh, so that that would have been 5ish years ago, maybe 6. 5. 5. Yeah, no, you're right. It's 5. Yeah. Um So I met Luna about 5 years ago. Uh and at the time I was 5 foot 3 and <laughs> Luna was a lot taller than that. I don't know the exact height, but very tall. <laughs> um, was, uh, at the time, you were um, you were using the label gender fluid, but you didn't seem yeah. really happy with that. You were like, that's kind of the closest to how I feel right now, but I don't think it's fully accurate. Yeah. You also, I don't know, I don't think you were going by the name Luna at the time. Definitely not. Yeah, no. That's that's kind of all I can remember. I remember you were a big nerd like me, and you still. Oh are. yeah, still him. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I was a big nerd. Um. Oh, one of the biggest things. Do you remember the Fedora Empire? No. Okay, so when I was in seventh grade, uh, what grade would you have been in if I was in seventh grade? You would have been in sixth, sixth, right? Sixth grade, yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, the seventh graders were all super into wearing fedoras. Yeah. I kind of remember that. I remember seeing a, like more than average uh, oh, students wearing fedoras. Yeah. I, on the other hand, adored wearing fezes. 
Mm-hmm. I remember that. So um, they called themselves the Fedora Empire. So uh, when, what do you get when you combine Fezes and Rebellion? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> the Fezbellion. <laughs> oh, man. It, it is still my best name that I have ever come up with. <laughs> Oh, I don't yeah. think I'll ever come up with something better. The Fezbellion. Maybe something better for the, the van, but besides that, um, I can't think of any other better names. Oh, man. So, <laughs> this is totally unrelated, but just, um, I got reminded of it because of the name. So, when I was in eighth grade, I think. Um, we had a school trip to the, uh, the Past Foundation, which uh-huh. is, you know, the, the STEM building next to Metro. Yeah. So we, we, we all went over there and basically our assignment was we had to, uh, make a device, um, for this guy who I actually knew, uh, in real life. He was a family friend and I saw him go up. He's like, hi, my name is Jim. I'm like, Jim? <laughs> Is that you? (laughs) Uh, But basically the idea is uh, he keeps chickens and geese, which is true. He does. Uh, (laughs) But they would always peck at him when he would try to harvest the eggs. Um, And so he was like, I want you guys to create a device. Uh, He's like, I tried gloves and gloves worked for the pecking. But then spiders nestled in the gloves whenever I would leave them anywhere. So he's like, I want you guys to make something that can help with uh help my hand with getting pecked but also doesn't attract spiders and so it was me and a friend of mine we built this you know kind of the like the little stretchy claw machines yeah uh it was basically that but on the end instead of like pinchers there were uh scoops that were like uh there were there were padded scoops that were kind of egg shaped uh-huh so you could just kind of pick it up, and it was uh, uh, it was four sided, so the eggs didn't roll away. Um, and so, uh, and we made it gold because with the software you could make it whatever color you wanted. So we made it gold, and then uh, at the end of it, like on the last day, they're like, "All right, what's the name of your contraption?" And I couldn't think of anything. And my friend just turns to the the whole audience is like, "This is our contraption, the golden retriever." And I will never, <laughs> I will never come up with a name as good as that <laughs> in my life. That is a very clever name. Uh-huh. Oh, um, so the only name that I really have in mind for like our shuttle bus home how, uh-huh. how, is um, the TARDIS. Uh huh. Because it be it would be bigger on the inside. Ha, okay, you know what? I, I was like, that, that's kind of nerdy, but I don't get it. But now I get it. Exactly. That, that makes sense. That that does make sense. And then, you know how most shuttle buses have those big back doors? Uh-huh. We could design them as TARDIS doors, but keep, like, the front door, like, fine. Uh-huh. That would be so cool. That That would be cool. Anyways, continuing back <laughs> on track. Uh-huh. Um, 
since the last time we hung out, I have identified as non-binary now. Mm-hmm. Um, I go by Luna now, which is mm-hmm. fun. That that took a while to figure out what I was like. It's hard to find a name that fits right for you. Mm-hmm. But then again. I don't think either of us were who we are now, at least name-wise. Yeah, no. Uh, I don't even really go by this name uh, most of the time. I just... Uh, and I, I don't think it's connected to any uh, dis- uh, dysphoria gender-wise. I just, uh, for whatever reason recently, I've just really disliked my name. I just really couldn't stand it at all. And so I, I I went with this name. I mean, you could just have name uncomfortability. It it could, yeah. It's probably just that. I just, like, all of a sudden, I was like, oh, I hate it when people say my name. And I hate looking at it. Which is fair. I mean, <laughs> who knows? Maybe someday you might realize, oh, this was gender dysphoria, or you might not. And that's cool uh-huh. either way. Who knows? Have you ever heard of the band Snarls? That sounds really familiar, but I can't put my finger on it. They were on, they were sometime either this year or last year, like within the past 365 days, um, Mm -hmm. on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine. Uh Uh-huh. They're a band from Columbus, Ohio. Oh, cool. They're a rock band. I love that. And they came from my school. Oh, cool. Uh, so my school has a band class where, like, it's literally teaching you how to be in a band, not, like, teaching you how to play band instruments. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, and they all met through that. Mm-hmm. I really wish I went to your school instead of the school I go to You now. should, then. You should come to I the can't, school. I I'm can't. At. I can't. Why? Well, because it, it wasn't my choice. It was um, my parents being like, they're both artists that don't make a lot of money. And they're like, we don't want you to be an artist that doesn't make a lot of money. We're going to send you to a real school. Well, our school has college opportunities as well. Yeah. Literally half of our name is college prep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, my my parents really thought, you know, you know what? Instead of sending our kid to the the the, the college prep school that has uh, art stuff in it, we're gonna send we're gonna send her to the alternative school. Oh God! That has art in it. <laughs> Did wasn't there a fire there? Like not last year, but maybe yeah, two years no, ago. It was yeah, I, it was two years ago. Um, Man. we still haven't gotten another building. Of course. Uh huh. It was our our building was like built for little kids, and they're like, "Huh." Oh, that this, reminds this me is... of a certain middle school. <laughs> it's like that 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 works perfectly for high schoolers. That's totally fine. And so uh, our our whole team is like, we want a new building, and uh, the the district is like, all right. You can have a new, bigger building, but you gotta do all these things that will cost you a whole bunch more money, and we're not gonna give you that money. 
oh dang like we can't do that like we don't have that money it's like oh it looks like you're not getting a new building then well like i remember i was talking to the board of gifted directors at the time and i was like hey can we get like a uh can we get a new building? I like, I've talked to all of the students at this middle school and they are crowded, cramped and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And she was like, do you know how long it takes to build a new school? And I'm like, no. And she's like, it takes like five years. Mm. And I'm like, excuse me, <laughs> my high school, my high school built a middle school in less than 365 days. Yep. Yep. And it works fine. <laughs> there's no problems other than those a couple problems but don't worry about it (laughs) (laughs) um yeah our our school is a mess it is a mess and a half Uh so we had this theater program we had this brand new theater teacher wow uh we're gonna do the show and uh-huh. the day the cast results were supposed to be posted, she was not in school with no warning. And so we're like, oh, okay, I guess she's sick. And then the next day she wasn't there. And then the next day she wasn't there. And then the next day we find out that she's d- stepped down uh, from the theater director role. Because at the school you can't be a theater director and not teach another class. Whoa. And so she's like, nope, I'm just going to do the, the one class that I'm teaching and not do theater. Dang. And so our choir teacher is like, well, uh, I have um, a, a former student who is in college for theater direct- directing right now. So we'll have her come in and she'll direct <laughs> our show. Dang. And, and so we did that. Uh, and then the week before opening, uh, there was the week where they shut down all of the after school stuff and then the week after that was when quarantine started ah well um let's see for my like last year like last school year when i was a sophomore um i was taking a uh stand-up comedy and improv class mm-hmm. which is a class i would love to take i'll teach you you need to you're in my improv group now. You're joining my <laughs> improv group. It's canon. You're yeah, joining. It's canon. It's canon. This is this is an it's, alternate universe now. Yeah, no, it's this is it's for the flow of the show from from this yeah. point out. Yes. But actually, um, like I told you, uh I know I've known a lot of people who work in hashtag. Uh-huh. And they're working on building their own theater. Yeah, and I know people who know hashtag. So, yeah. and once they open up the theater, they want youth to come in and do some shows. That'd be great. Need to do those shows. That would also be great. So, uh, I'm really excited for that. Yeah. Uh, I just need a good-sized improv group to do it with. Uh huh. Uh, the title, the name of our improv group is The Broke Theater Nerds. Yep, that's accurate. It's still accurate to this day. Uh-huh. Um, and anyways, where was I? Oh, yes. So 
our musical theater teacher was teaching the stand-up class and um she she had no experience in uh stand-up mm-hmm. so you can imagine how that went uh-huh yeah um and then she quit halfway mm-hmm. through the year like quit teaching at the school completely well then um and then we had um one of my english teacher who is also my improv teacher's friend come and teach uh musical theater and the stand-up class uh-huh. he was much more qualified to teach the stand-up class than he was to teach musical theater yeah i feel like those two things the, the overlap isn't real big yeah He's a sketch comedian. Like, he does sketch comedy uh, at, like, local places here in, uh, in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And um, so I've always wanted to go see one of the shows, and I was going to, and then I couldn't. <sighs> but uh, he did show us one of his uh, 48-hour film festival comedy sketches, which was great. That's cool, yeah. Um, it was it was really weird, but of course it was a comedy sketch, so it was hilarious at the same time. Uh huh. Um, but then, like, we got to go up and basically have our own comedy night in front of him. We had our own spotlight inside of the like classroom, and it was facing towards the stool with a microphone, and we just chill up there and do our comedy set. That's really awesome. Um, and mine was about three different cruises I've gone on. Mm-hmm. And I swear, I I don't know if I could write anything else, but that was probably my best in like in like writing down my comedy. Mm-hmm. But improv is where I really enjoyed myself. Uh-huh. So, um, uh huh. Um. This this thing about the um our actual show that we ended up working on instead of the one with the the teacher that quit. Um basically i really shouldn't be talking about this like this is kind of stuff that wasn't supposed to get out but but i'll 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 make it remain nameless so basically me and uh two other girls were auditioning for the lead in the show uh and this one of the other girls like had the best audition period the end uh the that what the director said anyway she's like the, the the best 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 audition for this character like she was perfect for it but there wasn't uh anyone that was even close to good for a different character other than this girl so she had to be put in that character oh which was really sad because everyone's like uh and she was a senior as well Ooh. and so everyone's like um I think this girl deserved it, deserved the lead. Yeah. Um, and then apparently uh, I had a better audition than the girl that ended up getting the lead, but they didn't give it to me specifically because I was a freshman. See, like, that's, that's not right. I'm like, if that had anything to do with it, you would have given the senior the role. Like, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> That's not fair. Who knows? <laughs> but, I mean, uh, my mom played the lead in that show when she in her high school theater group. Huh. So. 
Oh, have you ever heard of the play um, a Song for Our Future Generation? That sounds familiar, but I don't know it, I don't think. Um, my school did that as like our fall play uh, mm-hmm. last year. And it's it's one of the best plays I've ever seen. I haven't seen many, but it was one of the best I've seen. Mm-hmm. And it is like, it's time travel filled, cloning filled, romance, uh, future predicting filled. Mm-hmm. That, that's, it's that really sounds good. really cool. Um, and if we're ever on the road and I see that there is a showing for it, I'm taking you. All right. I'm down. Like, we'll turn from wherever we're going <laughs> and head straight to wherever it's showing. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, oh, but for our spring musical, we were going to do Susical the Musical. Oh, boy. And we had everything ready. Um, we had spring break um, the week, in, like, one week of March, and then the next week was going to be show week. Mm-hmm. And I was supposed to be in the crew because mm. I was I was too nervous to audition. I'm really nervous to audition for anything. Yeah, I, I yeah, yep. Um, but then the last day of rehearsal before uh, spring break and then show like show week. Mm-hmm. Quarantine. Yep. Literally the day before. In, like the day before spring break, they were like, "Hey, quarantine," and we're like, "What? No!" <laughs> like we were gonna perform at like uh, the Columbus Theater, I believe, uh-huh. or Catco Theater. It might have been Catco. Mm-hmm. But uh, we were gonna perform somewhere at a public theater, and it was gonna be huge. And then we didn't have it. <sighs> but. You are invited to like every single one of my school's events now, personally by me. <laughs> I'd love to go. You're you're invited to all the dances, the drag show, the fall play, all of it. <laughs> Which I was in last year's drag show. Awesome! That's really cool. That was that was fun. Um, that was my first time doing drag. Mm-hmm. And I did um, the song Hide by Rainbow Kitten Surprise. (laughs) Do you know that song? I think I know that song. Well, and then the coincidence of it is, have you seen the music video for it? I have not. It's about drag queens coming out as drag queens to their parents. Oh. It's this really beautiful uh, music video that you should watch if you get the chance. Right. And this is for like everybody on the podcast. Like, if you get the chance, go watch that music video. It's beautiful. Do it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but then my friend's dad was in the audience and he didn't know that I uh, I at least cross-dressed. Mm-hmm. He definitely doesn't know that I'm trans and he won't know that I'm trans. Uh, <laughs> For valid reasons, but we yeah. won't get into that here. Um, but he didn't know that I cross-dressed until I stepped out onto that stage. Ooh. And boy, oh boy, was I nervous, but I think I did pretty good. <laughs> That's awesome. 
actually, if you look at my Instagram, uh, Luna Stratus Instagram, mm-hmm. you can see the full uh, the full performance because my brother recorded it. That's 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 really cool. But yes. Um, anyways, you, you're invited to all of that stuff. That's what I was getting to. Yay! I I will be your personal friend there. <laughs> Yeah, considering um, my school doesn't really have all that many events, uh, I think I'll be available. We have events like three times a month when we're in school. Yeah, uh, we had like two events total. <laughs> Dang. I think it might have been three. But like, I'm I'm just really excited for like going back to school. Absolutely. Like, I, I like, don't want to do it until there's, you know, little to no risk. But I, I yeah. really want to go go back and because as much as I dislike it, there ninety percent of the teachers don't understand the internet, and so I would much rather be at school. <laughs> Most of my teachers are either in their twenties or their thirties, so they know technology. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, most um, of my teachers are in their 50s or 60s. But most of them left the school because um, we're in the private sector of things. Mm-hmm. So uh, um, we don't, we didn't get, uh, we had to like cut our budget over in over half of the amount. Ooh. So we had to let go of a lot of teachers. That's sad. Including some of my favorite teachers. No. Exactly. Like, that's the saddest part is like saying goodbye to your favorite teachers mm-hmm. because of stupid budgets. Or like that they just get like a or they're moving or something. Just like when your favorite yeah. teachers are like, yeah, I'm not going to be teaching here anymore. It's like, no. Well, like um, my fifth grade teacher was like, I will uh, I'm going to be teaching at um the middle school we ended up going to. Uh-huh. And I was like, this is the only reason why I have to go to this school now. Mm-hmm. Because he was such a great teacher. Uh, he taught, uh, I think it was, he taught fourth grade once he moved there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you ever met him though. I don't know. And of course I can't say his name. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's probably a poor idea, but you can tell me after. Yeah, I can tell you after. Um, so, um, how's your day today? I don't think I've asked you that yet. Um, it's pretty good. I uh, I was really hungry this morning because I um, we my dad forgot to go to the store the night before, but uh, I. He's uh, he went earlier, and so now we have snacks and stuff. I will door dash you food, Emmy. I know you will. <laughs> Do not push my hand. I, I know that's that's why I don't tell you because <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> but you should tell me if you're hungry, and I will send you food. If I'm hungry to the point where, like, I'm not like I can't eat or like I don't have access to food then yes I will tell you but it's just like man I'm not gonna have food until five minutes from now (laughs) 
yes, but if it's an hour, that's when you let me know. <laughs> did you know that I got a puppy recently? I did. That puppy is yes. cute. Yes. And I have started posting puppy updates on my Patreon. It's going to happen like every Tuesday at noon. <laughs> I have it scheduled to post a picture of the puppy and a little story about the puppy. <laughs> oh my goodness. And, and he's just so cute. He's adorable. Yeah, my puppy, who is still a puppy, she's only like two and a half years old. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But she is. Uh, she's a rescue and she was supposed to be the runt of her litter uh, and we know that she but we know that she is uh, at least part uh, lab mm-hmm. and part hound and uh, part pit bull probably huh. and so she is she big she's very big. She big she's like 70 pounds huh but she's but luckily she's uh, be- specifically because she's still a puppy, she sleeps like twenty-two hours a day. Oh, good, good. So sometimes she'll just be like, "I want to play," and knock furniture <laughs> over, and then <laughs> the rest of the day she's fine. <laughs> I've seen dogs that can just stick their head in the sink to get water. Oh yeah, oh yeah, uh, yeah. It's, oh. Uh, our our counters are kind of uh, deep. Like they're, oh. they're, they're kind of long, like inward. Ah. So she can't reach it quite, but she can she can get up to like the edge of it. She just can't quite reach the sink. Ah. Um. Oh, there was something I was thinking of. What was I thinking of? Oh, we are getting a puppy. Yes. Yep. We are getting a puppy. Yep. This is for sure. This is just. Uh. This is canon. <laughs> yes. This is canon. We're gonna get a puppy. Uh, we don't know what type yet, uh-huh. but we'll take we'll take a rescue. Uh huh. We'll rescue a good puppy. Uh huh. He'll he or she will get to see the world. Uh huh. Oh man, and we'll be spoiled rotten. Oh yeah. Big time. <laughs> that pup is gonna be one of the one of the more spoiled pups in in the yes. history of pups. <laughs> most pampered puppy in the world. Uh-huh. And see, like, I feel like we could take either a big or a small pup, and I'd be happy either way. Yep, absolutely. Like, just get a big Doberman pup. Uh-huh. <laughs> or, like, a Great Dane. Oh, my God. That might, that <laughs> might be, be a little on the too big side. <laughs> we'd be able to pluck all the dog into the seats. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that would be great. Oh man. Oh, just I could just see like someone driving past us and looking over and seeing a dog buckled (laughs) into the passenger (laughs) seat. We can put sunglasses on her. (laughs) Be like, oh yeah, that's just your uncle. Don't worry about it. Yeah, he has has a he has a skin problem, but he's fine. All I can imagine is a weekend at Bernie's situation. <laughs> so one thing, have you seen like a lot of those 80s movies? Uh, I know the tropes, but I haven't seen a lot of them. Uh, 
have you watched Ferris Bueller's Day Off? I know the plot. Have you watched The Breakfast Book? I know the kind of the idea behind it. Have assume you... I've seen nothing <laughs> because every okay. time someone is like, "Yeah, you know that one movie," I'm like, "No, I've never seen it." And everyone around me is like, "You haven't seen the blah blah blah." Well, then we're definitely getting a book slash movie shelf in yep. the van. Absolutely. And I will get all of the '80s classics mm-hmm. to watch with you. Yep, I have. We uh, will... shelves already that I'm not really using that can that we can take apart, uh, like definitely. for size. But definitely, yeah. I've seen people in van life that have a full closet. How? Um, so you know those, like a shower cop, like a shower rod, uh huh, as as like the uh, rod to hang up your clothes, uh huh, and then like a small shelf to put like foldable stuff in, uh huh, and then a sliding door. Well, like my current, um, my current uh, closet, except for the height of it, Uh could fit in a van space. Wow. It'd probably have to be a bit condensed, but besides that, it'd fit. Yeah, mine is tall. It's not really, like, long or deep or anything. It's just really tall. Ah. Uh-huh. But yes, we will have all of the good things in uh, in the van. Uh-huh. I will get you to watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yep. The Breakfast Club. Uh-huh. Empire Records, which a lot of people don't know. I've never heard of it. It's it's along those lines of like Ferris Bueller's Day Off and Breakfast Club vibes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Do you want to plug your Instagram in this one too, this episode? Uh, sure. I have an Instagram. I don't really post or like even on my story really. It's just, you know, there. It exists. Um, it is, uh, at the real rainbow Insta, uh, that is T H E R E A L R A I N B O W I N S T A. Woo. Woo. So one of the things I see people doing is Mm -hmm. scheduling to take pictures at weddings. Huh? For like van lifers. Mm. Just be like, okay, well, if you're having a destination wedding, sure, we'll meet you at the destination. Well, that's cool. So that might be like, I know that people can sell like good photography pictures on the internet. So that might be something we'd be interested in doing. Yeah. Because I might, I might be interested in doing like online college on the road. Yeah, that would be really interesting. I definitely want to take, I, I want to keep taking classes as long as I can, because I want yeah. I want to learn a whole bunch of things. So yeah, yeah. I was thinking of something to look up, and now I can't remember it. But that's okay. You know what? It's if it was important, you'll think of it later. Exactly. Oh, that there found it. <laughs> um. Um, so what was I, haha, now I forgot what I was going to say. See, I remember what I'm going to look up and then I forget what I'm going to say. 
this is my luck. Oh, I found it. Okay, so what I was looking for was one of those anti-shake selfie stick type things uh-huh. where you can uh, oh, yeah, the hold it and it yeah. won't like, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I guess it's called a monopod. I had not heard it called that. I'd only ever heard it called a stabilizer. Ah, that's a good word for it. Thank you. <laughs> stabilizer for phone. Mm-hmm. Vlogging specifically. Uh huh. Yeah, I I have also uh, a mini tripod for phones. So. Ooh. Well, cause like I want to record some documentaries, like even some mini documentaries or a mockumentary. I'd be interested in doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be cool. Just kind of keeping track of um. Uh, you know, wh- where we go, Adventures. what we do, and how we're feeling. You know. Yes. Um, one of my biggest things, though, is, uh, of course, we could make revenue through podcasting, YouTube, and Patreon. Those are probably going to be our three major points of revenue. Yeah, uh-huh. Well, I also make stuff, and I'll probably we, sell it soon. We we could just start delivering it ourselves. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I think we got pretty good set. Mm-hmm. Like, as long as people join my Patreon at Luna, uh, uh, patreon.com slash lunastratus. That is L-U-N-A-S-T-R-A-T-U-S. Um, then we should be good. Yeah, do it. Do it. Yeah, do it. <laughs> if, you, if you want to. If you can. If, if you, you can, can if do you it. Can. Um, because... Like, I have a $1, I have a $5, I have a $10, and I have a $20. Mm-hmm. For $1, you get, like, early access to all of these episodes, or at least sneak peeks to these episodes. Mm-hmm. Or uh, if you do the $5 a month, you get bonus episodes where I'll record little skits and stuff uh, and just post it on Patreon. Ooh. Maybe add it in, like, a few months later into my podcast, but you won't see it for a while. Mm-hmm. If I remember to even put it in a podcast episode. Mm-hmm. You also get to do fan requests, voting power, behind the scenes content. $10. You get to do a live chat with me and all of the other fanboys. Wow. And then for $20, you get like live Q&As and live streams and a Patreon shout out. Ooh. All of that stuff. So. Speaking of Patreon shout out. Did you make one? I don't know. Are, are there people that need to be shouted out? Oh, yes. Yes. See, this is this is why you're here. This is why I'm grateful <laughs> for you. Um, shout out to Louise Fang, who is a uh, solar being. And then shout out to Jennifer Johnson, who is a celestial being. Oh, a celestial monarch. That's what it is. Yes. That I thought you were. T- I thought you were plugging your own Patreon and that you had made one. No, neither of those. Th- I, I have not made one. I do not have one. You could make one without the credit card at first. You know that, right? Yeah, but like, I don't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make your Patreon for you. How about that? No, I'll do it. <laughs> uh. 
making me do all right well we're getting close to wrapping up our episode Uh uh-huh uh do you want to say any final words um uh all right i got a challenge for you everyone including me uh sure Ooh, i'm interested uh i want you to go online uh you know just like it's some social media instagram or something like that and compliment someone or like if you're going to be out and about on the street compliment someone on the street make their day gotcha gotcha give me one second all right uh three uh uh hey emmy Huh? Check your Instagram <sighs> notifications. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> For those of you who didn't know what just happened, because I didn't show it, um, I just typed beautiful into Emmy's comments. <laughs> so, we'll catch you on the flip side, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, everybody in the known universe and outside of it. I know you're out there, aliens. See you on the flip side. Bye. Bye.